Hey everyone, how's it going? Create Me Podcast. Yeah, this is episode 21 and it's with Lucia from Prolong. She has her own business based in Aberdeen and based on sustainability. It's really good chatting with Lucia. This is actually my second interview now at um, the Anatomy Rooms. So yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy this chat. Um, I really enjoyed catching up with Lucia. Definitely good people, as I always say. Um, you know, doing really interesting and special things in Aberdeen. And also puts across that very much that passion and importance for sustainability. Um, yeah. I really kind of hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. I think this month we're gonna have lots of interesting chats, some quite shorter than the usual, um, kind of half an hour or an hour. But no, there are definitely interesting chats coming up this month. So I hope you guys, you know, enjoy them. So yeah, this is episode 21 and enjoy it. Alright, see you later. This is episode 21 and I'm back at the anatomy rooms um, again and this time I'm with Lucia. Lucia? Yeah, Lucia. Lucia. Yeah. Um, and she's the creator of Prolong Scotland. Hi, welcome to the show. Hey. Hey. Um, yeah, I I was kind of looking at some of your stuff online though and it's really kind of interesting and but I think for the listeners if you could tell them a little bit about Prolong Scotland and what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So um, it's mainly about upcycling the unwanted garments into like um, accessories, like all sorts, like tote bags. I do backpacks as well. I started book bags as well, and it's just to make people aware that you know you can have like sustainable options as well if you are gonna go shopping for like bags, because like, a lot of things that you can buy these days are like you know. Um, made yeah. in like a um, poor quality yeah. but also the water usage is like so high and people don't know about that so I just try to do it in the way that is a little bit more sustainable okay yeah. cool so how did the whole idea for Prolong Scotland come about then so basically um, when I moved here mm-hmm. um, I I actually studied fashion design uh, in Slovakia for four years and I always wanted to work for myself to have like a fashion brand or something um, and then after college I uh, was trying to get to uni but I didn't get in so it's like a common thing to move abroad you know for like a couple of months and save up some money but I en- ended up living here for seven years okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah so and uh, I was working um, at the one retail as a visual merchandiser and that's when I started coming back to like designing clothes again. So I started um, designing like uh, garments, but it was really expensive because you know the pay is not so good yeah. if you work for retail. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to make just three outfits, which cost me around four hundred pounds. Wow. Okay. So I quickly realized I mean, maybe I can't really do it in that way anymore and because I would rather go to see my family for that amount of yeah, money, you yeah. know. So um, I 
was then like thinking about it and like I didn't really want to you know give up on it just because I couldn't afford it so I was just really thinking about it like what was the most expensive bit and it was the fabric so then I was like okay so I kind of have to ditch that and I have to find a way to still be able to work with the fabric but in like a cheaper way so I did research and came across upcycling and that was you know something that was like super affordable because there's lots of charity stores in Aberdeen and it's just so cheap and still there's maybe like 30% of the items that you can buy brand new so with the labels on really good quality um, so I started doing actually upcycling clothing but I did not really like like it mm -hmm. because basically it looked upcycled and that was okay. the main thing that was really bothering me is mm -hmm. like yeah like I actually did not like the whole idea of up upcycling because it looks I don't know it's just like I made at home or something you know okay. it's like I, I did not look as professional if, as I would like it so then I was like okay so like clothes that's not really what um, it can you know what I can do so then I was like thinking that if I would change the the purpose of the garments into like something completely different and design it in the way where people would not be able to tell mm. that it's upcycled then I would probably like it so because I I really try to make um, like products that look like they're brand new and it's not too obvious that they are upcycled mm -hmm. because you know the main reason why people buy things is because they like it and it's not really because it's upcycled or mm -hmm. it's sustainable because you know at the end of it you know you make a decision based on if you like it or not yeah yeah, yeah. so um, and I kind of, you know, started doing like, um, just like tote bags. And when I was still working at that retail, I was like, okay, maybe I just don't want to spend as much money first if I'm going to make like some experiments first. So I made like a little poster for the staff room, just asking my colleagues, like if they have any unwanted jeans, like I will take them because I'm doing this project and my boss gave me 20 pairs of jeans. Okay. <laughs> she was like, and I have another 20 pairs that I still want to wear. I was like, oh, okay, so it's like 40 pairs wow. of jeans. Crazy. But I mean, I was pretty grateful, you mm -hmm. know, because I did not really spend much money yeah. when I first started. So yeah, that's how it really started. Okay, cool. And like, um, how did you kind of come about to kind of be based in Aberdeen then? How did that, is there a story to that? How you kind of moved um, to Aberdeen? There's no such study. Okay. Like I mean, um, uh, my ex-boyfriend, his cousin lived in um, Inverness. Okay. And uh, after I uh, finished studying back home, and I was kind of in the place, you know, I didn't get to uni, mm -hmm. and it was a bit like, you know, I didn't really have so many options because I mean, when you live in Slovakia, it's like, it's kind of hard to do what you want to do because there are like some good reasons why like for example if you want to run your own business it's quite hard because back home people buy things only if they need to which is a great thing yeah. you know but yeah. at the same time it's kind of then like struggle for the businesses to kind of like sell things so and then yeah like my ex-boyfriend was like yeah do you want to move to like scotland and like, maybe save up some money because we were planning to stay here yeah. and then move to australia mm -hmm. And then, so like after like eight months in Inverness, we moved to Aberdeen because he wanted to work for oil and gas. Okay. 
Um, so that's why I ended up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then we broke up, and then he left, and I, I stayed, and yeah. I was kind of being like, so I'm just gonna, you know, keep doing what I'm doing, yeah. like no matter where I am, because mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes people are waiting for like the right place to move and then start doing what they want. But yeah. I always kind of think that you just should start with what you have. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, where you are. So yeah, cool. that's why I'm here. Yeah. Right, cool. And I guess for you, like, I think you kind of mentioned it about, like, you know, initially getting, like, stock from, like, charity shops and stuff, like, so is that still kind of, like, your process now? Do you kind of go, like, thrift shopping and looking at going at these stores and at these and charity shops and getting stuff? Like? Yeah, so I do that, mm -hmm. but also behind me, all these fabrics. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are basically or all donated from, yeah. like, either friends or there is um, in a build site, I don't know if you heard of the Newton D. Camp Hill um, yeah, Camp community. Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the one guy, Simeon, and he works, work, like, he's got, like, a workshop um, building there and a lot of people like donate him you know like fabrics and yeah. then he saw me on instagram oh, and he was nice. like you know like i got like all these fabrics and yeah. like, i'm definitely not going to use it and like and i like what you're doing yeah. like do you want some and then i went there on my bike and i had to do like um, like three trips or something because it's like so <laughs> many fabrics and it felt like christmas yeah. it was just all this beautiful fabrics right. and i was like this is great that's really <laughs> cool yeah yeah so yeah and like a lot of people actually give me a shout through Instagram mm -hmm. also because I work in a one cafe a lot of people kind of know what I'm doing there yeah, so yeah. there's another guy he I think he runs the Aberdeen surfing um, group for the uni or something okay, like that right. so he gave me like two wetsuits which I'm upcycling just now mm -hmm. and uh, also, there was a one guy, he gave me paragliding cloth, He's, he does oh, paragliding. Wow, right. So it's like a lot of different materials yeah. and I'm just so psyched that like people are, you know, willing to bring this giant yeah. fabric, you know, to mm -hmm. me. And yeah. So it's really good. Um, but yeah, I still do go to charter shops and mm -hmm. like buy, you know, like some fabrics if I have something on mind. Okay. Um, yeah. That's really cool. So it seems like a lot of people then in Aberdeen are quite receptive to what you're doing as well at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think that um, they, they just really like the idea yeah. to like not like, you know, throwing it away, but rather maybe they can give it to me and mm -hmm. then I can see if I can make something out yeah. of it. Or there's also, um, there was a couple of custom backpacks that I did. Um, and it was like one girl from Edinburgh and she sent me three pairs of jeans yeah. and then she was like maybe you can do something with it and so she sent it to me in like th as a three trousers and then I sent it back to her as a backpack so oh, yeah. like she was like really psyched that like yeah. oh my god yeah. turned into a completely different thing so I'm guessing like <laughs> for you now you're probably getting really busy with this business now yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it is a good thing yeah. and um you know, I would like to, because I still do it like a part-time thing, mm -hmm. not as a full thing. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually, I would really like to do it as a full-time. Okay. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's just good that I'm getting busier. And, yeah. like, it's to do just with, uh, you know, like, if I... I was thinking, like, if you want to do it full-time, you need to have, you know, somewhere to get it made for you. Yeah. Because... You know, there's gonna be like bigger demand, obviously, 
Um, and it took me maybe about two years to find like some like a factory in UK where I can get it done. And I did find like a couple, but they were really rubbish and you know, getting back to me. Yeah, yeah. And always there's like a minimum of like, I don't know, 100 or like 500. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, standard, and I was yeah, like, that is not going to work for me because it's upcycled. So, yeah. you know, it's like very slow process. Yeah. But I actually found um, one company in Edinburgh mm. and they are into sustainability oh, and cool, cool. they can you know you know, like make like 10 bags or mm. five or just one you know yeah. if i want to so um i already they already made me some samples mm. so how it's going to work is that i basically mm. cut out um all the garments into like patterns and stuff mm. and i just send it away and then they will just stitch it for me oh, that's really cool. so that right. will give me more time yeah. to you know like design more things and you maybe do like more custom because i stopped that for a while because right. it was a lot of people yeah. um so yeah like i it, it's like step by step is like little progress by yeah. little yeah so um so I lost my train of thought there. Um, yeah, that's kind of one thing I wanted to kind of ask you as well. Like, have you had the opportunity to kind of do some kind of like market fairs and stuff in Aberdeen so far? Have you done any like stalls and anything? Uh, I've done only one. Okay. Um, but I said no to that first because oh, I, I was not sure like if I, I don't know, I just felt like it's a little bit too exposed and I don't know what people will think about it and stuff. Yeah. I did the hand market Oh, last oh year. yeah, the Christmas kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 and I did it on 23rd of December, right. so it was mental. Um, but it was really cool, like mainly why I'm, I was not so much up for the markets is because I'm, to be honest, like I don't really like the way how it's presented, you mm-hmm. know, like a lot of times they don't really put like much effort into like making it as a whole to look amazing mm-hmm. and like sellable yeah. but Han was really good because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been to it but like yeah, all the tables it, yeah. were like designed in like such a cool way it's got like a layout yeah. where you know if it would be just like a normal like table, table with like white shit through like that would look so shit and it really had to sell you know yeah. so I c- kind of have like slightly like bigger kind of demand on like how things so you could work with what they kind of gave you as like, in tables and stuff like yeah. that so you could present your work really well yeah, yeah. yeah. and I also um, I, I just feel like it's like something new and like I I wanted to be part of it but I said no first to it and okay. then they were like but are you sure I was like yeah. well, okay I'll do it yeah. and that was great like I I got, you know, I sold pretty much everything. I got like three bags left at the end and it was like super overwhelming, but in like a good way because I never really got to see like what people really thought about it, but like their faces when they, because I had like a big sign which was saying like clothes turned into bags and they were like, oh my God. Like it was, it, was it kind of a bit of people kind of saying like, is that really clothes out of bags? You know, because I guess like when I've looked at your work online, it's really... It's like a nice kind of like professional sharp kind of finish to it as mm-hmm. well. You know, I know you said before, like, you know, like um, when you was doing like upcycled clothes and you didn't like the kind of how it was end result. I'm guessing you're really happy now with the work that you're producing and it's going yeah. what you're putting out there. Yeah, well, I, I kind of got a little bit more like um, feedback. Mm-hmm. So, and also I, because I studied fashion design, you know, like I, 
do you have like quite like high demand or like how things are made yeah. and also like of like the pictures on yeah. Instagram and all that because I did um visual merchandising okay. um when I was working at the shop where actually I learned so much more about you know like how to actually sell your thing mm -hmm. which kind of sounds like very court and businessy mm -hmm. but that's something that you never really taught when you when you're at the art uni mm -hmm. or college they actually never really tells you like how to sell your thing yeah. um but yeah like i'm sorry i don't know if i answered the question so oh no 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 i think like no no it's fine i think you definitely did um I guess there's one thing as well that like you just mentioned about like when you're kind of like studying fashion design stuff no one teaches you on that business end about how to kind of like you know display your products and stuff like that and I think you're obviously looking online looking at your stuff you definitely use social media yeah, to yeah. you know to meet your own needs and because everything kind of presented really well so I'm guessing that's kind of a reflective of obviously like you know yeah, what you're kind um, of doing. I think that you know working at the retail again mm. is like one of the the best places where I could be at that time mm -hmm. because you know when you when you are just studying the fashion design you don't really come in within like contact with your customers yeah. and like really see like why they buy mm -hmm. and like what for and like what their needs because I mean I've been in retail for over maybe like four years I kind of learned like like why like you know that psychology behind like why people buy into mm -hmm. like certain things so I, I can kind of, you know, like understand a little bit better and I try to kind of use that knowledge in, you know, what I'm doing, but obviously it's like slightly different from what the retail does because retails try to sell you the lifestyle, which is so fake <laughs> and like, it's really about only the profit Yeah. because I don't know if you know about this, but I'll, Pretty much every single shop these days have got this um, um, thing at the front uh, door that is counting how many people comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from that, it, you know, every sale assistant has got like um, like personal target mm. per week, yeah. like how much stuff they need to sell. And if you don't sell, then you get into trouble and shit <laughs> like that. So that's why I kind of quit because I just hated it so much yeah. at the end. Mm -hmm. And um yeah it's just um like they have such a good knowledge about how to sell things mm -hmm. but they don't use it in like a, a better way where yeah, they can yeah. sell not just the product yeah. itself but like some kind of value mm -hmm. you know um yeah i think that the, the value is not there you know it's yeah just about i think the, yeah the profit. I think that's absolutely right i think most kind of retail outlets do clothes or fashion or anything there is that kind of bit of actually selling an idea it's kind of like the soul's kind of taken away from it a bit, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I do every time I do go to like a shop, I do like it's really strange. I do have that kind of feeling sorry for like sales assistants because I know like and I've worked in retail, we're like, yeah, I know you have to kind of make these sales and stuff. Yeah. It's a shame that you know it has to be that way, but obviously people like yourself who've got a kind of polar opposite view, you know, you're saying no, I want to engage with the customer and see actually why they want to buy this product and what they're getting from it. Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of comes was like very important to you at the yeah. moment. Yeah. It's like also like um obviously um I would like to sell my things as well and mm -hmm. you can totally do it, you mm -hmm. know, and like uh the way we're it's like mostly to kinda really know and predict like what are people gonna buy in certain season. Mm -hmm. So like for example right now it's about the holidays, so you know, I try to design like wash bags which are upcycled mm -hmm. and 
also like a just like a handy bag that you can use pretty much for anything yeah. like camera or mm -hmm. like makeup because the inside is like waterproof and mm -hmm. um, so i do try to kind of you know like not like copy but like kind of like know like what's the next reason why are people gonna buy that thing mm -hmm. so because i mean that's really how you like sell your things you yeah know, to kind of yeah. like knowing like what's the next like what people are planning to kind of so i think that that's a good that's a good thing to use if you have like a you know like brand yeah yeah and then it will kind of help you to you know like sell things yeah yeah definitely at the same time yeah I guess like being an independent business owner, like how do you kind of find that? Being an independent business owner in Aberdeen, how have you found that so far? Um, I think it's quite alright actually. Right, it's cool. amazing because yeah. I mean, you know, like I don't feel like I'm not um like allowed to do what I want to do here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm completely allowed, and also like you know anatomy rooms i'm so grateful that yeah. this space in here because mm -hmm. before i used to work from home and it was a nightmare because the threads were like <laughs> all over in my hair and everywhere uh. and um basically um i feel like aberdeen does kind of offer you the space to do what you want mm -hmm. no matter if it's music if it's art if it's you know like sewing or like writing it's just to do with like finding out the information yeah but i think that like once you kind of like you know get to know someone who is into you know one of those things mm -hmm. then you meet more and more and more people yeah. who are into yeah. similar things yeah. so i think that Aberdeen like right now is really good i can't really complain like i yeah definitely i think even like you know you being based here in the anatomy rooms you're definitely exposed to a wealth of different kind of creativity as well and i guess in like creative for one but i guess in that most of you like your kind of like peer group or friends would be doing creative things as well mm -hmm. yeah, as well. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like i like even my boyfriend you know yeah. like he kind of is like super creative and he helps me with like photo shoots and all oh, that okay. and then like he's got friends who are also creative yeah, yeah. so it's like a like a circle of this like a lot of people who are doing so many mm -hmm. different things because a lot of people that you interviewed also i know as well okay so okay cool. it's just um i feel like you know like Aberdeen is super cool right now like, it is it is <laughs> isn't it yeah and i think i probably kind of feel like a broken record but i'm always kind of saying like you know it is an amazing place and there's i think that like i think people are recognizing that potential of what can be achieved in terms of creativity and culture and I think it's good, like, you know, some form of, like, you know, you, you're not from Aberdeen, I'm not from Aberdeen. Yeah. We're both, we both embracing it and everything that's kind of offering us, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do know that, like, I, you know, some of my friends are like, ah, like, Aberdeen is so shit, there's, like, nothing <laughs> to do and stuff. And that might be sometimes true, you know, but um, mm -hmm. at the same time, I feel like there's, like, such a gap in Aberdeen. Yeah. That means that there's, like, at the same time, so much potential to, like, start something mm -hmm, you definitely, know definitely because you know like where i'm from is very tiny mm -hmm. place and there's not a lot of things going on but people somehow always found a way to you know do what they want to do mm -hmm. no matter where they are yeah, okay you know yeah. and there's like a lot of people you know have like hardcore bands and they're mm -hmm. now like super big yeah. and it's just so ni nice to see them mm -hmm. and it like, just like makes me live you know really happy it's like from this tiny city and yeah. like woo, yeah. they went really <laughs> big. so i feel like i 
you know, if if you are into something, you should like not be influenced by where you are, and have yeah. that mindset. It's like it's a shit place. So yeah. I'm just not gonna do anything. Yeah. But like, did no matter where you are, yeah. you know. I think I think that's hundred percent spot on. I think that's the thing. I think like if you kind of doubt yourself, and I guess everyone has a bit of doubt, but. I think if you kind of stick to that, and it, and it can be quite negative, but if you kind of had a positive outlook and say, well, if I want to do something and I'm going to be passionate about this, everything else will kind of fall into place. And I've kind of seen, obviously, from what you've been doing in your studio space, uh, that's kind of like, that's the kind of case for you at the moment. Like mm-hmm. You've stuck to your convic- convictions and it's working out really well for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of a really nice message that you're saying as well to like for people listening and saying, oh, no, there's like there's a possibility of positive change happening in Aberdeen, and we can be very much a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. We can influence that. Yeah. yeah, I think that is also quite important to get out there as well. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when I spend way too much time in my studio, mm-hmm. and I feel like, oh, like, what am I doing? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> and then, then like, because but I like work part time in a cafe, so yeah. that's where I kind of socialize and like yeah. work at the same time, which mm-hmm. is amazing. But a lot of people who go there. Mm-hmm know as the customers and I see them there like for the whole week studying and I was just like I really admire like how you can do that and yeah, stuff and they yeah. were like yeah but like sometimes I do study at home but I'm just like in like a little bubble it's kind of yeah. flat so then yeah. I go out and I was like oh yeah that's actually a good idea you know yeah, just like yeah. get out there yeah. and be like surrounded like by you know people mm-hmm. and maybe do your thing you know surrounded by people and yeah. then you kind of get like you know you can get like maybe some chat yeah. about what you're doing or just really like because sometimes it can really feel like you're like stuck in one place you know yeah I guess I guess in obviously what you're doing is, is, is a very solitary kind of process and that could you know you yeah. to say like you know that, um, cabin fever isn't it kind of yeah. like oh you're gonna get like itching like, I need to go and do something different a bit mm-hmm. and I guess like um one thing I want to kind of ask you is, is like so what what's the response been from like your friend friends and family back home about um, um Prolong Scotland well, my family is like super excited, oh, okay. <laughs> and also, um, like they, man, like seriously, my parents, they like the, we are like best friends, yeah. and because it's kind of freaky, but since I was nine, I started doing my first designs and everything, okay. um, it just came like out of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, and they supported me like a hundred percent. They were like, okay, you want to do fashion design, we will support you like 100%. Cool. And they never really doubt me, yeah. you know, because like sometimes, um, like, you know, some parents can be like, oh, that's like, it's not a real job. Yeah. Like you're going to be a doctor <laughs> or something, yeah. you know. So like they're really, really proud of me, you know, that that's like cool. I'm, you know, maybe still not like a super duper international but it does not matter because yeah. I'm already like super happy you know that I have my little tiny studio <laughs> and I can do my you know little bags and yeah. stuff and uh, also when I uh, come home like some of my friends I have not seen for a really long time mm-hmm. and I'm not really in, in touch with that much mm-hmm. as well they're like oh I saw the bags that you're making it's <laughs> amazing oh my god yeah. it's just like uh, you know it's just like so nice that like I have not seen them for so long, yeah. but they somehow know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. That's really cool. I guess yeah. it's that kind of, it just reaffirms that kind of positive reinforcement that you're doing something and it's actually, and it's, and it's a good thing that you're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I don't know, I just like, I, I just really hope, like, I feel like we live in a time right now mm. where there can be, 
there's like a lot of challenges because of the climate change obviously mm-hmm. and everything is fucked right now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i feel like i this is like at the same time a best time to live in mm-hmm. because i feel like there's many more kind of platforms where people can you know um feel that there is some kind of motivation for them as an individual to make a difference yeah. as well yeah so I just really hope that I will spread the word, you know, at, about the sustainability at the same time. But I mean, there's already really good designers in UK. There's, uh, I think, Susan Lee is her name. She basically grows her fabric out of bacteria, right? Okay. It's oh. like a, it's like sugar and some tea or something, yeah. and then like when you grow it into like a bacteria, it turns into like a something similar like leather. Okay. So like she grows her own fabric, which right. is crazy. Yeah, like, it is. Really yeah, cool. yeah. And like once you're done with it, you know, you can just like put it in your compost and you can grow tomatoes out of it. Wow. So I, I feel like I'm, you know, like UK is like really cool place to be right now because yeah. there's like so many cool ideas about mm-hmm. so many different things. Yeah. And I feel like it, it's, there's like, you know, um, great potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, one thing I want to, um, another thing I want to ask you is like, um, do you ever have those moments, I think a lot of people I've spoken to about that kind of bits of doubt, so they, they kind of popped up in your head and been like, oh, should I be doing this, or oh, I don't want to do this anymore, and stuff like that, and how do you kind of manage that and kind of push on through and carry on with what you're doing? That's a good question. I don't think it really I was. Have so. <laughs> I have that feeling, and it's horrible, <laughs> and I, I don't want to be kind of like, uh, you know, saying too much about it, mm. but I'm a woman once a month, you know, it kind of hit me really hard. <laughs> and it's like, um, you know, I, I really, like, sometimes it goes like super duper deep where mm. I feel like, am I depressed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like what is happening? Because mm. obviously I doubt like what I'm doing. Um, and you know, like, I'm kind of like, like a perfectionist at the same time. Mm. So when it hits me, it's like really bad and I just like want to be on my own mm-hmm. and I make no sense, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm talking to someone. Yeah. But then, um, you know, like that connection with with other people is actually what always kind of brings me up again okay. because I feel like I'm like sometimes like really blessed, you know, but like sometimes if I feel really down, mm-hmm. there's either like a message or like you know, someone tells me something that kind of, or I read something on Facebook from one of my friends, you know, that is like super deep, but is like so true yeah. that I feel like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna keep keep doing this. Yeah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know, because cool. like I I feel like it, like I don't think on my own I would be able to get like you know out of that mm-hmm. mindset, but because I'm surrounded by like you know so many great people, mm-hmm. I feel like like thanks to them, I kind of like feel like okay like they kind of like push me you know to like keep keep doing it and stuff and also at the same time like my parents you know if yeah. i feel like super duper down i just go on skype and they're like they're like the remedy that i need yeah, okay. all right that's yeah. good that's really good that sounds like that's really nice to hear that you know when like we all have those kind of down times those bits of doubts that you can recognize these like the support network that you need to kind of push on through and mm-hmm. stuff as well and also I write a lot okay, right. like I it's kind of yeah I do like I write my own diary since I was like okay. 16 right. <laughs> but I, when I you know when I have like 
you know, no one to talk to, mm -hmm. like, if it comes to that, I just, like, sit down and, like, I write down everything that okay. I feel really shit about, yeah. or sometimes good as well, it's yeah. not just bad things, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, sometimes, um, yeah, that helps a lot, because when you write, you know, it, you can go, like, so much deeper in your thoughts, mm -hmm. and then, you know, at the end of the day, you know the answer, and mm -hmm. you know yourself was the best for you. Mm -hmm. You know, no one is really gonna tell you like mm -hmm. what is best for you because you yeah. you know it yourself. So, um, if it's like really hard times, I just write down things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just get it out. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like it's kind of therapeutic as well, isn't it? That that process of actually getting everything out that you need to get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, if you can't speak to anyone, you can just put it on paper and then it's kind of like put away. And, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I see, I see, no, that's really nice. Um, one thing as well, like, are you, will you be doing like another, like kind of market at this point, like at some point this year? Um. So I got no idea. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so uh, there are like a couple of things that um, I'm thinking about, but mm -hmm. I, I don't want to say like, oh yeah, okay. I'm going to be there because I don't yeah. know what is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would definitely, would be up for doing like, like a pop-up thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's right, really cool. it. Like I'm not really, like I, like I don't really have like things planned like three years or something. Yeah. Well, like, that's going to be my next question. I'm going to ask you, like, so what's the plan for the next few years <laughs> for your business? Yeah, because, like, I'm still, like, in the process of, like, just, like, developing, I think. You know, I already have, like, some, like, products out there. Yeah. But I kind of leave it like a like an open door mm -hmm. and like because i really like that process of like experimenting and like developing yeah. and all this but um in like a far 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 future mm. like i would like to team up with um some like architects you know right. and i would like to build like i am like like not like factory but mm -hmm. like a like a smaller kind of production place mm -hmm. even in Aberdeen yeah. that is completely sustainable okay. because there's um one woman um in America she is running reformation mm -hmm. brand and it's all like upcycled and she really inspires me you know she does like uh, want to have like your own place where everything is going to be like sustainable because I think that if that's like my main goal to kind of reach that you know also the energy would be just like fully I don't know like like wind or solar panels whatever yeah. but it's just um I really want to achieve that because then if I will prove that to like you know other people it's going to be like a model of the business that can apply mm. in other places and I feel like in the fashion industry that's like really important to kind of yeah. build that kind of business model because there's so many things that is wrong it's like yeah. second most polluting um industry in the yeah. world you know, and um, there's a lot of things that needs to be changed, and like, you know, like I really want to do it like I as best as I can yeah. to kind of make it sustainable as much as I can. Yeah. Do you think there's a kind of a kind of a view about sustainability that people kind of shy away from a bit? Do you think people kind of get a bit nervous about that, or they don't really want to engage with it for that? I kind of get that impression with that, like when you spoke about, like you know having a building or a workspace is completely sustainable, that majority of society kind of look at frown upon that or doubt that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, do you think that's the case? That people yeah, kind of get really they doubt everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. that is even more challenging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, no wonder, even for me, it's still like super overwhelming because mm -hmm. there's like 
so many things that is so wrong, yeah. you know, and there's just, but I mean, I feel like I'm, even if it's that overwhelming, you can still make a difference, you mm -hmm. know, just by a little tiny thing, you know, if it's not like everything that you do uh, within the day, there's just at least one thing, you know, if you, you know, get yourself like a keep cup or something, yeah. or, you know, sometimes if I don't have a time to cook, I go to Morrison's, you know, to get one of those ready-made salads. Mm. And obviously there are these horrible plastic containers mm. and I'm like, oh, and I, I, I was using them a lot of times, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then I was like, oh man, like it's really thing in my head is that just this plastic thing. So then I kind of tried to like take my own container and then right. I got away with it. Like, so you went there, emptied your stuff in the container yeah, and just so bought I the thing away. Yeah, so I basically have like a... Like a little container yeah. with me, like right. uh, all the time. Yeah. And uh, I go there, I fill it with the salad, yeah. and I kind of like try to kind of measure by eye. Yeah, um, yeah. I take one of the containers that they have, mm. and I'm like, this is kind of similar to that, just to mm. like, scan it through. And then I just give them, you know, back. To, and they were like, oh, it's a great idea. Oh, and I actually cool, did right. hear that, um, like, like more people started doing that. Okay. So that's good. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I'm just, you know, like, I I'm I think that's just like one thing that you can do mm -hmm. in a different way every day. I yeah. think is like like a li little tiny challenge yeah, yeah. <laughs> that also will make you feel better as well. Oh, if you yeah. you know if you give a shit about these things, mm -hmm. you know. Cool. Yeah. 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 No, but um, thank you, Lucia. I said it right this time, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the podcast. I really enjoyed that chat. And um, yeah, where so where can people um, find you and find all like um, Prolong Scotland and follow you on online and social media and stuff? Yeah. So well, Instagram definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm there as a Prolong Scotland, mm -hmm. and then in my bio there is a link to the website, mm -hmm. and also I'm on uh, Facebook as okay, well. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, these three. Um, and also there is an email address like if anyone yeah. needs to like you know if they want to have like a custom item like they can totally email me as well. Right, cool. No, but I look forward to seeing you know what the future holds for yourself and you know obviously you know business prolong Scotland. I think you're doing a really special important thing in Aberdeen. So no, keep up the good work. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. As no well. worries. <laughs> no, it's good chat. Good chat. Yeah. So that was episode 21 of the Create Me podcast, and I'll catch up with you guys soon. So take care for now. Bye. Bye.